You are now listening to The Junk and Jam Hour, a live talk radio broadcast, only on Radio Free Brooklyn. And now for your on-air host, Christopher Albert. You are listening to The Junk and Jam Hour. Of course, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn is the nonprofit community organization and freeform internet radio station streaming original content by New York City artists and broadcasters, DJs, journalists, uh, you name it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is Radio Free Brooklyn goal to empower and amplify the otherwise unheard voices within our communities. Now, of course, on the Junk and Jam Hour, it is my continued purpose to highlight and share the impressive projects and contributions of some of today's uh, imaginative, most talented, groundbreaking artists, entrepreneurs, uh, professionals of all kinds, uh, and their incredible journey that inspired them to get them to where they are. And they are just the marvelous, wondrously gifted and stunningly giving people whose life work it is to bring others joy. So within this hour, it is my honor to hopefully not just share that joy with you, but to bring them a little joy. Now, my very special guest today from Atlanta, Georgia, she is a womanpreneur dedicated to helping individuals and other entrepreneurs implement life and branding strategies that she has uniquely designed to ensure that their ventures are met with optimal growth, leading to increased visibility, productivity, and one of the most important outcomes of business, of course, revenue. Um, As founder of the Boss Brand Builder Association, she serves her community by focusing on equipping businesses Uh, whether that's startups or otherwise, and brands with the information and resources, tools they need to thrive in any economy. She works directly with those businesses, brands, and oftentimes celebrities who need guidance uh, of how to implement processes and strategies that not only increase their bottom line, but she provides a safe space and community of support and growth. But it isn't for just anyone, of course, the Boss Brand Builder Association is a selective opportunity, a members-only environment. However, if you are listening and you are up for the challenge of surprising yourself with what you and your brand or business can accomplish, you too can learn how to boss brand build without having to be insta-famous or a celebrity. She is serving, seeding, sewing and changing the lives of others please help me welcome life brand strategist author speaker and the queen of boss brand building miss blossom t porter hello there blossom hello thank you so much for joining me on this lovely wednesday how are you over there in in atlanta I am great. It's my pleasure for having me on this amazing platform. Thank you so much. Um, it, it is nothing, of course, <laughs> without um, awesome uh, guests like you to be joining us to share your stories. So why don't we start there? First of all, Blossom, it is yes. the beginning of Black History Month. And of course, we celebrate Black excellence 365 days of the year. But you know, we're celebrating and we just wanted to wish you a happy beginning to uh, Black History Month. And of course, you yourself every day making Black History. <laughs> so thank you for joining. Oh, thank you. I mean, thank you so much. You know, 
I am just one of those, you know, in my life, you know, Puerto Rican growing up in New York City, you know, and, and just even within my family and just my black family members from all over, you know, because we're from the Caribbean. And mm -hmm. I've just been, you know, the beneficiary of not just the support um, and encouragement of, you know, my black brown sisters of all the, and of, of all kinds uh, of those I know and I love and I'm just extremely grateful that you know to be where I am and I wouldn't be without that support but I want to ask you you grew up now would you did you grow up in Atlanta I have been in Atlanta for the last 15 years but I'm a native of Charlotte North Carolina uh, yeah, Charlotte North Carolina well with the New York Boys Choir we used to tour down there <laughs> <laughs> Love North Carolina. Um, okay, so what was childhood like in Charlottesville? Childhood was uh, really great growing up in Charlotte. Charlotte is a great place to grow up, uh, a great place to raise a family. Yeah. Um, yes. I, had a, I had an amazing childhood. I grew up as my mother's only child. Oh. Uh, of course, I, of course, I have siblings with my dad, but I was my mother's only child. I still don't know how many total siblings I have under my father <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so it was a it was a great thing growing up of course growing up as an only child it gets lonely sometimes okay so when i had the chance to venture out it just the world was open the world was mine i was ready to explore and i ended up in atlanta georgia i love that but now when you say lonely and of course you know you have the love and support of your mother but you know, mm -hmm. sometimes it takes us to get to a certain age to appreciate that relationship and to see our mothers as their own woman outside of that role. So, but when you're this a child, you're not realizing that. This is true. This is true. When I say lonely, I mean, you know, some brothers and sisters, you know, yeah, smack around. Right. Right. This smack me around a little bit. You know, I missed all of that, but I had the cousins to do right. that. Right. You know? <laughs> Sleepover times. <laughs> and that's when yes. you call your mother. Can you come get me already? I'm tired of being here. <laughs> and she's like, no. No. <laughs> no <you're saying." laughs> so, what then Blossom brought you? What was that spark that was like, okay, I've got to get myself... Because obviously Atlanta now is a major media hub, right? When we think of not just entertainment, but, you know, business, being an entrepreneur, just anyone with a dream. You could go to New York City, you could go to LA, but you could certainly go to Atlanta as well. It's true. Um, I chose Atlanta because it's it's not far from my family. Me being from Charlotte, I could get right. home in three and a half maybe four hours <laughs> nice so i i was thinking of houston i thought of new york right, um, right and i thought of atlanta so atlanta was the closest thing to my mom and you know specifically by me being an only child i didn't want to go too far and atlanta was popping but, right <laughs> <laughs> atlanta was popping so now i mean when you was it like just the spur of the moment or did you have a specific goal it was kind of spur of the moment ish. Um, like they say, you come to Atlanta um, on a vacation and you leave on a staycation, but you come back right. on that same staycation. So it was kind of like that for me. Yes. Now, for those of you who don't understand, not that it might have been a subject for you. 
But in your mind, was Atlanta a safe space when thinking of where to go for yourself, especially as a black woman? I was thinking Atlanta would be a safe space only because of the economy is booming here. It's like a hub. Right. Of course, we got the bu- the busiest airport. So that lets you know it's different kind of people coming in and out. It's diversity and, here. And we're not just talking and, physical, right? Right. A safe mm-hmm. space, but a place where you are affirmed for your gifts and your talents. This is true. This is true. And, you know, Atlanta is a big uh, hub for business opportunity. You know, a lot of people come in and out of Atlanta to do business on different accords. So once I came to visit and, you know, I saw how much business was being conducted, I was like, you know, I got to get to Atlanta. I love that. I love that. And and, and I love how it it inspired you to be like, and, and that's what happens when that spark happens, right? I belong there too, just like anybody else. I belong in any room and so right. do you. <laughs> right. I love that. Of course, we're working on getting other people to sing our praises when we're not in the room. Always the goal. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One of, um, you know, we're going to talk about the Boss Brand Builder Association. Um, but I want to, you know, talk a little bit before we get there. You know, as a young woman, you know, what was your, by the way, what was your edification? What was part of that journey in terms of higher education or any type of training that you might have gone through? Now, with me, in regards to becoming a celebrity life brand strategist, um, I had business skills already because I was in corporate America. (sighs) Um, I was in corporate America for a long time. Mm. Um, I left corporate America. I went into healthcare administration. I actually owned three home care uh, wow. agencies, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia. That's such so a was- big, um, not just a big venture, but a responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you're responsible for employees. You got RNs, you got LPNs, you got CNAs. And then on top right. of that, you got your clients. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I remember being a teenager and I just needed a job because, you know, I needed stuff to wear and supplies for school. And one of the first places that allowed me to work, even while I was obtaining my, like, I forget what it is, your work card or whatever when you're a teenager, um, a nursing home. And some Mm -hmm. of, you know, and, and again, it was just one of those places. A lot of my first, you know, my initial, um, and, and again, women. Black women who were just always so gracious with their care were the R, especially the RN, you know, the CNs, and, yes. and even the people in the kitchen. Yeah, the lovely even staff the people in the, the kitchen. kitchen. I love that. Yeah. So, um, so did you have any, like, I guess a, a, in your journey, maybe a, a particular inspiration or, or, or mentor? Um, I had no particular mentor um, on my journey. So once I left uh, healthcare, I did healthcare for many years um, and I went through a divorce. And of course, I kind of shut everything down because I'm like, uh-uh, you're going to be the breadwinner judge. I don't have anything. He has the money. Let him pay. Okay. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of made the decision that I didn't want anything from him. So that, that's you. where I ended, you know, not that your peace. And, and your peace is way, always attached. Your peace, and you know, there's you're more valuable than any monetary 
number I can put on a piece of paper. This is so true. And I thank you for that. And and why subject yourself through that, you know, and put yourself yeah. through that. And, 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 you know, when you talk about peace, and I guess that that's, that's also a form of acceptance. You don't get there without now, that acceptance. Yes. And that's a form of self-acceptance and right. that's self-love. So right. that's a, a self-love and self-acceptance journey um, when you when you think about obtaining and retaining your peace. So my peace was important to me, and I yes. kind of transitioned from the healthcare industry of taking care of many individuals into the spa industry. So when we talk about running businesses, especially healthcare, and, and obviously there's so many, you know, not just the legalities of everything you were talking about earlier, but the logistics, the overhead. Oh my God, I, God bless you, insurance. <laughs> <laughs> insurance, yeah. And just the care of others, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and obviously not just the people that, you know, not just your uh, employees and, and, and their well-being, but the mm-hmm. people that they are caring for. And of course, you're yes. also married. You were pouring so much out of your cup. And I guess it I came was. to a point where who is feeling yours? And this is so true. This is so true. You're reading my story right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it came to that point And I'm like, you know, well, who's pointing to my cup? So I, I found myself going from healthcare into the spa industry because providing spa services allowed me to kind of woosah with the music playing and, you know, how my clients coming in, the, the energy, the atmosphere was just pleasant, right? Yeah. So from providing spa services, I went kind of into personal assistant. An opportunity was dropped into my lap where someone needed me to be their assistant. Okay. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll take this. That was the corporate? You know, and then... Um, this was actually after corporate. Okay, you know, corporate after the, the you let you, you corporate. You you take the tools you need to build those businesses. It, yeah, I was true. I was in Wall Street in all my twenties, and I got to that point. And I was like, "What am I doing here? I've got all the tools mm-hmm. I need." Thank you, thank you for this, allowing me to be a sponge. Gotta go. This is true. <laughs> this is true. So I continued through my journey. I, I ended up in spa, ended up as a personal right, assistant. Right. From personal assistant, um, an opportunity came for me to be a celebrity assistant. Got so it. So I worked in that. Yes, I worked in that celebrity executive assistant capacity. Because it's for, not, sorry, it's not about role. It's about industry. Mm-hmm. And you're you're, you're mm-hmm. gaining knowledge now in a different industry. Mm-hmm. And I had always been a serial entrepreneur. Business has always been my thing. Like I've been working since I was 12 years old, mm-hmm. like on, on payroll, getting a real physical check since 12. So business has always been my thing. Building has always been my thing. I have always been known for the female go-getter. You know? Yes. Even as a teenager, I was known as the female go-getter. You know, go get her. So I, <laughs> go, go get, get her get that her. cash. Go get her that paycheck. <laughs> yes, go get her that bag. Go get her the bag. <laughs> <laughs> so I took all the skills collectively. Yes. From corporate America, from healthcare, you know, from working for celebrities, working with celebrities, working in the spa, being a celebrity assistant, being a celebrity executive assistant, and then from there working on celebrity brands. Mm-hmm. And strategizing in celebrities' lives. So 
I felt that it was a bigger need for me to not just only work with celebrities, not just only work with the elite. I wanted mm -hmm. to kind of be the, the, the bridge, the gatekeeper to help other individuals to learn how to get from point A to point Z. Well, because I love a lot of people. I'm sorry, go ahead. A lot of people have hope, hustle and drive, but that's not enough. It isn't enough. If only it was right. But mm -hmm. I love how you say gatekeeper because on one hand, you know, you are blessed in life, you know, to have all of have gained and obtained mm -hmm. through hard work. Nobody just gave it to yes. you. You know, you went asking you, you were curious enough and to be like, no, I belong here. I can do this. What is this? Let me find out. Let me try this. And, and, and you know, when you're blessed enough, the other end of that is how can I share this? But this it's also understanding there's value in that sharing. And, mm -hmm. and it does, you can't just give it away to just anybody because as we've learned, it's not a, not, first of all, not everyone is accepting. <laughs> You're wasting your time. This is true. This is true. <laughs> You're wasting your time just trying to, I guess, not just be an inspiration for others, but you know, you, you want to try to push people in the right direction, but sometimes people are are resistant to that. Mm -hmm. So I guess by being a, a, a gatekeeper of this, you have left it to where not only is it valuable, a value that I can offer, mm -hmm. but now you're only attracting people who really want it. This is true. And, and that's, you, you said the key word, the people that really want it, people will say they want it, but how many people are willing to do what it takes to get it? That's I, I love question. one of your mantras is invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. All of this, everything we do, regardless of the end result, we're always working on it. But everything, it costs a little bit, just a little bit, whether it's equipment, whether it's anything for yourself, because why not? Why not? You deserve it. And this is true. And sometimes you need the tools like you said, you've, these are celebrities and people who understand their brand and understand not just the importance of branding, but universal branding. This is true. And, and a lot of them are ready to go to the next level because when you are branding, when you are trying to build a big brand, a global brand, that requires team. You're going to have to have team. You cannot always have the attitude that you're going to do it by myself. I'm going to do it by no. myself. I don't need anyone. I Well, I talk too much Blossom, but I always feel like that's always the goal is I want to be able to pay others to help me. This is true. Yeah, I thought that this was all. I, I guess I was wrong for assuming that's everyone's goal in business. <laughs> This is true. This is the goal. So that way you are freeing yourself up from that job that you've created. If you do not have help in your business, then you have a job. You you, you barely have a business because you're there 24-7, upteen hours of the day, more yes. hours of the day than we have in a day. You're there working. Right. I mean, right. So, I, first of all, it's... it's and, and while, Blossom, you make it so much easier said than done, you know, it does take a lot of courage to say, you know what, because I'm one of those who understands this, 
and many of us understand this, I'm tired of just making other people look success. This is true. I mean, yes, you're making other people success now with the intent to do that. But when I'm just talking about other people in terms of one company where you're nameless. Mm-hmm. One company. Right. One company. You're just burning so up I'm, <laughs> Yes, I am looking to help this person. I want to help this person because I feel that everyone at some point in their life should experience wealth. And I'm on a mission right. to support the seeded efforts of globalization of wealth. I am so excited to talk to you, Blossom. Again, <laughs> Blossom T. Porter. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. This is the Junkie Jam Hour. I'm your host, Christopher Albert. And I am joined with womanpreneur, <laughs> speaker, author, and of course, founder of the Boss Brand Builder Association, Miss Blossom T. Porter. We are going to talk about that. Of, of course, I'm going to lead up to it. I want to pick your brain a little bit more. You okay. are just so sharing in terms of I guess affirmations, we'll call them affirmations and, and uplifting others, um, which is so great because, you know, it's 2022. Words are powerful. This is true. How we use language really is powerful. I mean, we've lived in the hoods where we've just been systemically used to and and positioned and conditioned to speak of ourselves and others who look like us negatively. Oh, yes. Thank you for saying that. But, you know, those are just the chains that are still on. This is true. This is true. So let's talk about some of those things that you share in terms of helping because that's part, you know, before anyone can start anything for themselves, they, they've got some stuff to fix within themselves. <laughs> You're right. Um, one, of the, one of your sayings, let your light shine and own it. No more hiding behind anything, whether it's others and negative language or thoughts. What, 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 what is... Maybe extrapolate on that a little bit. What are some things that maybe people are hiding behind, whether it's fear or insecurity or otherwise? Well, in business, I find a lot of people are hiding behind their introvertedness. (laughs) They feel that they're too shy to build a larger brand. And guess what? That shyness evolves uh, from fear. Mm. The shyness evolves from fear. The fear of how will they receive me? Will I look right? Will I sound right? You know, will there be anybody to receive my voice? So I deal with that a lot in business. So I have to tell individuals, you know, you have to let your light shine. Don't worry about how they're going to receive you. They're not going to be able to receive you until they have something to receive. So you have to open your mouth. You have to share your light, whatever your light is. If you're an artist, if you're a poet, if you write books, whatever your light is inside of you, you have to share that with the individuals, you know, and not be afraid of how they're going to receive you. I love that. Not be afraid yes. of if you're going to be a success. You're already a success because you're doing that thing. Start from where you are. This is true. And and I guess the other point to that, Blossom, is the more you start expressing that to others, you start perfecting your pitch. 
<laughs> this is true. And the more you work on becoming, you get better becoming. at becoming. And and then you can just be that. And then you can just be. Because in order to become, you have to become. There's no you know need to sit around, oh gosh, when I do, I'm going to be this person. Well, when? You have to become in order to become. In oh order to, to be that person, you have to walk in that life. How does she look? How does he look? How does she smell? How does he smell? How do they live? What kind of cars do they drive? You know, what are their daily habits? Mm -hmm. All of these things you have to adapt now in order to become this person that you are becoming tomorrow. Right. Right. Because there are obviously some things that, that we might be doing that are in the way of that goal. This is true. This is true. And those hindrances, like we spoke about, can be that introvertedness, can be that shyness, right. can be the thought of, oh, I don't have enough money to start a business. The thought of lack, it can be the mindset. And I do a lot in mindset recovery, what I call mindset recovery. Mindset recovery. There goes those conditions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mindset recovery, because we have everything we need. God has given us everything we need inside of us. But so many things in the world previously may have knocked us down or deterred us from what we can achieve. So I teach individuals mindset recovery to recover that mindset set of I can do this. I can achieve this so that you can get it done because it's going to start in the mindset. And I find that a lot of times in business, the mindset is what is needed to be strengthened to strengthen anything else. Right. That's that's. And you know, we think of exercises, we're running, we're drinking our water, we're doing yes, everything we can. And, and obviously mental health is important. But every, everything about using our mind, I don't want to say intellect, because that's that I, I, I don't want to say that's subjective. We are all we are all intellectuals in whatever yes, area we are. we're all living and breathing <laughs> yes we are we are all encephalized human beings but it is one of our organs we have to exercise and we have to be mindful of what that exercise looks like whether it's negative thoughts and i know people think it's cheesy positive thoughts but those positive thoughts do come action this is true and and this one of the true. things you just and one of the things you said about and obviously people do that's people are haunted by their you know being introverted and and unsure of themselves and i and and my best way to i guess articulate everything you do in terms of that area of mindset recovery is getting people to a place of being comfortable with being uncomfortable this is true. Getting people to a place of being uncomfortable with uncomfortable and understanding the uncertainty. You work, you wake up every day. Uh, you don't know if you're going to be alive, you know. So that same uncertainty that you're fine with, you're cool with. We need to find a level of mm. that uncertainty that you're cool with in your business, that you're fine with in your business. Yes. And, and, and you know, when we talk about so on the other side of that and what we place value in right mm -hmm. um it, and a lot of times and again it's just conditioned the name this is one of your quotes i pulled the name brand of clothes and shoes mm -hmm. 
has no value compared to your own name, brand, and your own value. The real investment is you. What are some of the things that you find yourself, you know, as, as part of this mindset recovery that people are holding on to, whether it is, you know, whether it is material or otherwise? I find a lot of people are holding on to guilt, mm. shame, and the past. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Guilt, shame, and the past. Yeah. These things can be chains. They can weigh you down, you know, and then what they do, these guilt, shame, and the past begin to take over your thinking. And they now, mask it with these yes, things that they buy. Everything gets cloudy. Yeah. Everything gets cloudy. And then you can't see your way through. So now you're thinking like, I can never do this. You know, I can never do this. And let me go and just buy some Chanel shoes. And, oh, I look pretty today. So I am back popping because I look pretty today. But then Which you, you already did, Chanel, by the way. Oh, thank you. you. Already, well, thank I, you. well, you. But anyway, you're already beautiful before you yes, put on that Chanel before yes and this this is what people need to understand that chanel can only dress you up and you have to understand that chanel is a fine name brand louis vuitton we love all the name brands right but these are things that are uh exemplifying someone else exemplifying someone else's brand you are putting someone else's name on your ass (laughs) putting someone else's name on your ass yeah you are an entire brand by yourself so how would it be if you walked around with your name on your clothes? Yes. Like, how would that make you feel? So when you go out invisibly, you know, uh, just more metaphorically thinking, consider that you are wearing your own brand. Consider that you are investing in you when you do the things that it takes to build you up instead of building someone else's brand up with the intention of building you up. Right. You have to do the work. You have to do the work. I mean, things on the exterior can only dress us up and make us feel good for the moment. You you just said it. You, you know, and there is no shortcuts, right? It's to work. Another quote of yours, favor isn't fair, but neither is hard work. Now, favor. Oh, my God. I hear, I hear this all the time. People are like, Blossom, what do you mean when you say favor isn't fair? Favor is not fair. Everybody wants it, but who does the work? Mm-hmm. The people who do the work are the ones that get the favor. The people that without asking, there, you're just earning right? it. You're just earning it because you're doing the work. You're seating and serving. Seating you're putting serving. in the work, the hours without getting paid, without seeing any residuals. The favor comes to you, and so now another person is watching, seeing what you're doing, but they're not putting in that. Same they don't effort. see the behind the scenes. They're they not considering. The behind the scenes. They don't consider behind the scenes, like even with your wonderful platform, you have things that you have to pay for. You have tools, you have uh, responsibilities you have to pay for. You have to have a strong work ethic to get that done. You have to have a level of dedication. You know, you have to have a schedule of your time set aside to serve. All of this is incomprised into your brand and what you do. So you are serving before you get the outcome, you know, and a lot of people don't like the delayed gratification. Right. They want the instant gratification. They want it now. 
Well, you for, know, and first in of business. All, everything you're saying, Blossom. Thank you so very much. By the way, and I just want to say your time with us, with me, is not taken for granted. And I hope you feel oh, that you. It, this is not in oh, vain. Yes. You are, and we can all feel ourselves as valuable, right? But I truly this value value your time with me. Um, let's talk about the Boss Brand Builder Association as you're mm-hmm. sipping your, what are we sipping on? <laughs> we're, we're sipping on what's our H2O? That's, yes. <laughs> and you know what, what? I love? You're because I do it with my husband. We will drink our water in those wine glasses. Yes. Because why not? (laughs) Always drink my water in my wine glass. Or your favorite glass, whatever. Or my favorite mug. Love that. Um so the Boss Brand Builder Association, you know, taking business, businesses, brands, corporations. Um, identities, right? It just mm-hmm. media personalities to the next level of growth and operation. If you could give us the little byline, give it to us. Yes. Now, in regards to going to the next level in Boss Brand Building, Boss Brand Building is not basic building. It's not for the weak at heart. It's for the strong at heart with the strong desire to achieve the goals that they have set for themselves. And they have to have them. They have to have goals. In, in order to work with me, you have to have goals. And this is you where you to. talked about gatekeeping, right? Right. This is where I come in as the gatekeeper because a lot of individuals, like we talked about, they've been hoping and hustling and grinding for 10, 20 years, but they still cannot figure out how to get over the hump. And then you have somebody that comes behind you who's been doing it for two, three years. And then now, boom, they're over the hump. And you're like, wait a minute. But I've been hustling and grinding for 10, 20 years. There is a thing called boss brand building. And this is my term for it. What I coined for it because I have a whole program developed around it. But many people, the, the elite, the celebrities, you know, the privileged, the famous people. They access. Uh. They have a different access. access. They have a different access to a different level of information. But that doesn't mean this, we're not all worthy of that. No, we no, no. They're they're just like us. They pull their pants up just like we do. You know, they got two arms, two legs. They don't have an extra arm that I don't know about. You know, mm-hmm. so they're just like us. But they have that extra something that it takes to get to that level. If you look at most celebrities, check their grind, check their habits. They have a, a coach or a mentor. Right. They have they have excellent work ethics, excellent habits. They have you know, so. a, an agent or a, mag- a manager advocating on their mm-hmm. behalf when they are not mm-hmm. in the room. Mm-hmm. They have that team. They have that team. That's avo- Yes, they got that team that's advocating for them. And so what I do is teach people how to build themselves up to that point to where you have that full team. I teach team building. You know, I teach boss brand building. I teach uh, marketing, branding, sales, PR, media, Love and that. community relations. Because even community relations is very important. And then another thing that I that teach is... That goes back to who you're serving. This is true. With whatever platform or your... Is that important to you when... 
accepting do we call them clients do we call them members boss brand members um i have two uh programs i have the boss brand builder association which you can become a member and then i have the boss brand build bank mentorship academy mm. so i have those two different programs so sorry i couldn't find out about the academy oh yeah i'll be happy to send you that information yes. um i have those two different programs so that way i'm helping individuals on two different levels, you know, you may not be at the level where you're ready to come into right, the academy, right? But you you still can get your assistance by being in the mentorship, you know. So it's just two different levels that you can get assistance. I'm trying not to leave anybody out, you know. As I'm teaching everybody how to boss friend build, but it is for only those that want it, right? Right. Only those that are driven. You know, I want, I wish I could help everybody in the world, but I can't. You have to even be receptive of right. someone helping you. Right. And, and, and a lot of that is checking your ego. You don't know everything. This is true. Even me, I have, I have upper level mentors. I have upper level mentors. I have financial advisors. I am here to help you. But if yes. I don't know something, I have someone to defer you to. This is true. This is true. So I have a team of people, a squad of people, yeah. you know, that are rooting for me and my clients to win. You know, I make sure that I see growth in your business. I see the visibility increasing, the productivity increasing. I see you changing. This is the most important thing that I enjoy is just seeing people metamorphed into a different individual mm -hmm. now if i am in an, now for those individuals who are obviously part of the, a brand and part of their business do they have to turn over their their metrics their analytics to your team so that way you can also track their growth is that something so, that they also have to be vulnerable with we, it just depends on, you know, how they want to do. I work with individuals, uh, even in the mentorship, there's an upper, upper level right. and then there's another level uh, where you can work one-on-one -on -one with me or you work with me and my team. But if you want to work one-on-one -on -one with me, then I physically look at your brand. So while you're asleep, you crunch the numbers, your you're crunching those numbers and looking at it while from top to bottom, yes, from top to bottom while you're on vacation. I'm looking at your brand. I'm going over the numbers. So the next time we have a meeting, I'm able to tell you, hey, I looked at this. This is working. This is not working. We need to take this out, put this in. I have this over here that I know we can inject right here and this will pop. Right. Mm -hmm. So so, so, so when we talk about, my apologies, Blossom. <laughs> We're not just talking about because I know you. You talk about you, you're you're providing them tools to overcome many challenges, not just in their. You know, obviously, you you don't have time to fix personal lives, but part of helping them is to at least m making sure they're they're working not just on themselves, but now that they need the time and freedom, they're here at Boris Brand to focus on their business and the fruitful outcomes that will come of it from working with you. Have you ever had a time, and we talked about resistance, where maybe someone or some, maybe a team, people are resistant of your truthful assessment? Now, 
Um, I had a time when I had a client. No names. I, hope, uh, I know, no <laughs> names. I won't say any names. But I had a time when a client um, where, you know, they she did not want to receive what I was telling her in regards to something that was ethical. Ooh, okay. It, which so, leads, which, which could have legal implications. Which could have legal implications. And she wanted to give me pushback on something that I'm telling her is not so ethical and she understands that it's not so ethical and I'm letting her know that in the long run this can affect your business right. you know so you may want to you may want to you know do away with this particular thing okay you know so there was some some pushback on that you know but as far as my recommendations my clients are all in they understand yes. that I I know what I know what I know so when it comes to my recommendations, I don't have much pushback in regards to things I have them implement because it's things that I know have worked before and it's things that I know works applicable according to what industry that they are in. I love that. Absolutely. Right. And that is one of the your strengths mm-hmm. in, in terms of understanding different industries. Different mm-hmm. industries have different needs, different tools. Um, of the trade this is true that's that's amazing um okay (laughs) there's so much to talk about and there one hour is is never enough (laughs) one of your i'm just pulling stuff that we've learned from you i do this for me and the colored women who look like me obviously that's uh one motivating factor Mm mm-hmm um, but it is another unique experience that if you're not a woman of color, and let's be real, when we talk about women of color, as we have seen and experienced, not me personally, but people I know and love, mm-hmm. certain colors are excluded from that. Um, why was it? Why is it important for you not to just state that? But to let others know that you can come here, you know, if you're used to being told no, for the, the dumbest reason of all, mm-hmm. no real measure of who, who you are and what you're capable of, just on the outside, presumptions, assumptions. Yes. Why is it important to, to let other black women know, well, come here then. This is very important for black women, not only black women, but all, all women, women to all understand. Women. All women, you know, but specifically speaking of the women of color, because I am a woman of color and I understand that position. I understand being in that position and speaking up for the women that looks like me just gives them a voice when they may not have a voice. So I'm allowing them to use my voice until they're able to obtain a voice of their own. Right. So that's why I speak. I do this, meaning I operate my business. I operate as the woman that I am. I be the example that I am. You know, I contribute the way I do to the communities to show the black women that we are valuable in the community, that we also have a place in the room. Right. I love that. And then when we think about our voices, I, I know, you know, my and it's, it takes a while <laughs> A while to figure it out what your voice is and 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 some time of 
expressing that voice. It takes practice. This is true. It does. You know, we might have this conversation that sounds effortless on audio, mm-hmm. but these conversations, one, we don't come out of nowhere, and and we are obviously, I guess, people don't always understand that your value to the world is what you know, and what you know is valuable. And when you start, just. You don't have to know everything, but we're just talking about what we know. Mm-hmm, this is true. When you this make and create, and and obviously you do business, it's not because you woke up one day to be like, I want to do this. This is what you know. This is what I know. I know brands. I'm I'm a serial entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> if if there's any habit of any kind, well, that is a good one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Women, one of your other statements, women are leading the industry of business, which they are. When we think about over these past two years, and, and, and we've all had this shared experience of the pandemic, yes. women have been on the forefront of saying, oh, I see an opportunity here, and this is mm-hmm. not going to stop me from it, but maybe it's opened my eyes to it. Um, yes, and you, women were being sensitive to the fact of, you know, what we've been going on and how it's been affecting families. And they're looking at, you know, wow, I don't want to be the cause of bringing something home that could affect my family. Right. So right. that, that that you know, served everything that we have going on now with most people going through the great resignation, as they're calling it, the mm-hmm, great resignation, mm-hmm. when you have pilots, you know, leaving their jobs. Uh, they just had to fly pilots in to fly planes from out of the country because we don't have enough pilots. They just had to bring the National Guard in to a school to teach children because there's not enough teachers. So you have people and specifically women that may even have filled some of these capacities that are now at home like, you know, I can work from home, protect myself, protect my household and my children and still create an income that helps pays the bills. So a lot of women now we're becoming leaders and a lot of us are doing it right from home. Right. Cause w- one of the things y- you stated it, it, it was that not just finding themselves empowered mm-hmm. and then obviously they have their voice. They know what they know. They know but what they've they know. had this vision. Maybe they didn't have before. But mm-hmm. a lot of these businesses that they're starting, they just thought prior to that it was just, oh, a hobby. But they got so this good at it and mm-hmm. it that veil was lifted. They're like, no, this is income. Mm-hmm. This is income, even if it's $50, even if it's 100 extra dollars, 200, 1,000 extra dollars. That's, that's food on the table. Income. Right. Yes. Right. So um, a lot of women were like, if I can do this and make a thousand, I can maybe make two thousand. I love that. Wealth is possible <laughs> to those who are willing to do what it takes to build it. To get it. Yeah. And and as you say, that building in, in a lot of the tools and the things you provide, you 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 literally you, you call them bricks. It's part this of the true. building process. This is true. The bricks to building. And uh, when you have one brick missing, then your foundation is not secure. 
Right. Your foundation is not secure. It's just like a puzzle. Uh, sales and marketing are your two biggest pieces of your puzzles, right? Mm. So you then you have all of these little small pieces that go around your sales and marketing. But guess what? If you don't have sales and marketing, you're missing a big piece of the puzzle in the middle of your business. And then you wonder why your foundation is not correct because your systems are not correct. Your business is not built strong on that foundation, what we call the bricks that build your business, the bricks that hold your business and your foundation together. Now, when we talk about bricks being a part of that business, you know, it's a lot to ask. And and, and obviously you have people you trust helping you. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it ever a part of your assessment that maybe you're like, I think you have a weakest link here that's not serving <laughs> your business? You're going to, um, as you do your business and your business evolves, as your business goes to the next level, you may realize that every employee or associate affiliate with your business may not be right for that next level. Mm-hmm. So then it's time to assess, can I put this individual in a different role? Something they're stronger at. Right. Something they're stronger at, you know, because they're more passionate about. Are more passionate about Mm -hmm. because they're weak in this position. And if, if not, then I have to, you know, let you know that, you know, I'm on a next level in my journey. I'd love to support you in your next journey. But at this moment, you know, your services are not what I need. Now I'm willing to train you. I'm willing to train right. you to get you there. Are you willing Which to Which is an investment? Yes. It is an investment. I'm I'm I need you to be willing and receptive of going through the training so that we can get you where you need to be so that you can remain on the team. You oh. know, as a valuable uh individual, a valuable team player. I love that Blossom T Porter. Not only helping you to whip your business in shape brick by brick, but every now and then she plays HR. So now, (laughs) 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 I mean, you really have to know every part of the business, right? To do what you do. This is true. This is off topic. And, you know, we're running. Oh my God, time is already, time flies. Oh my gosh, and we're going to have to do this again. Yes, yes, we are. I, I'm actually. I need to take a trip um, to Atlanta. So it's been a while. Many celebrities have huge, huge brands. That mm-hmm. was that. That was part of your bread and butter at one point. That's mm-hmm. part of some of your legs that you've gained in your own, you know, expertise. It's you know, in, in understanding the different types of industries that are front facing to a mass audience. This is true. You say, you know, one of the questions you pose, are they lucky or is it something, you know, this is something they've built? Uh, When we talk about celebrity, who are already celebrities, they're already successful in terms Mm -hmm. of building a brand. You know, you know, and of course, we always love celebrating the sisters. (laughs) Tracy Ellis Ross, um, you know, founded Pattern Beauty. She spent 10 years um, perfecting Pattern Beauty, her hair care line. 
Venus Williams launched 11 uh, sunscreen and a sunscreen serum for all skin types and tones. That's just knowing what's needed, right? And, and what's mm-hmm. missing in, in, in the marketplace. Um, Taraji P. Henson um, has a, a natural hair brand um, focusing on scalp care for all hair types, textures and braids, curls, afros. Um, what is it? The teeny weeny afros as well. Rihanna. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, Rihanna. Rihanna. Who's, who's helping to raise our future now? Um, That's off Rihanna. Right. Forget about any of her previous endeavors, her business ventures, namely her makeup and skincare brand, Fenty Beauty, and of course, now her laundry line, Savage. Yes. We're going to throw in Cindy Crawford because who doesn't know Meaningful Beauty? Oh, I have Meaningful Beauty. I love Meaningful Beauty. <laughs> uh, antioxidants creams dark spot treatment serums i mean they you know it's not just resting on your laurels Mm -hmm. if you can be imaginative and taken because when we listen you're an artist you're an actress you're a musician other people still own parts of what you're creating all of these women are saying no this is mine this is mine this is something for me Mm mm-hmm Something for me and how I'm serving others. And how I'm serving others. In in a positive way. Yes. And and obviously that's something that I, maybe, is that something you also do, right? Maybe you're not thinking, you know, to maybe to people who are just starting their brand. I'm pretty sure you're forcing them to, to take a hard look. Is this something that's not just needed? But is, is, are you, you know, pushing them to be more imaginative of what's missing in their marketplace? Oh, yes, I do. I, when you get on the phone with me, oh, my God, we have a full out. I always <laughs> tell you, bring your pen, bring your pen, bring your paper and bring your water. And okay? maybe a recorder. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a recorder because we have a full out boss brand building session. And on that session, they're like, wow, I, I, I never even thought of that. You know, I, I never like everybody. And then one thing a lot of people tell me is Blossom, you pull stuff out of me that other coaches have not been able to pull out of me. You pulled it out of me in 15 minutes. You pulled it out of me in 25 Why? minutes. Why do you suppose that is? What is Blossom Tea Porters and, y- you know, the boss brand builder? What is key? What is so unique? that that's uh, that's able to do that within your program one thing about me i listen to the individual and not only am i listening i'm actually taking notes i'm actually visualizing what you're saying i'm actually seeing your brand so if i can see your brand i can take your brand to the next level right. a lot of people cannot imagine your brand a lot that's of right. people may uh, may see your brand and say, oh that's not going to work but how can you tell someone their brand is not going to work when their brand is associated with their passion? Their passion is what fuels them. Mm. If you are good at what you do as a celebrity life brand strategist or a regular life brand strategist, because it's not many in my era. So if you are right. a life brand strategist and doing your thing, you should be good at pulling what that individual needs to make that brand pop because it's associated with their passion. Right. And not everybody knows how to articulate that, but that doesn't mean it needs to be dismissed. This is true. This is true. This is true. Obviously, another gift of of yes. the Boss Brand Builder Association. Um, oh, my God, we're running out of time. 
like, oh, yes, we're going to have to do this again. I truly enjoyed this. So, this has been great. <laughs> Before we go, Blossom, can you tell us where we can find all about Boss Brand Builder Association when we're looking for it? <clears throat> Excuse me. I know you're on Facebook, Million Dollar Assistant. But that's... Mm-hmm. Where else I am can on we Facebook as, I am on Facebook as Million Dollar Assistant, and I'm on all social media outlets as Blossom T. Porter. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a new book that's being released yes. at the end of spring. It's called Boss Brand Build Your Life and Brand to Success. So the book will be available at the end of spring, and you'll be able to go to bossbrandbuild.com as of next week and pre-order your book. Thank you so very much, Blossom. I, I love that. And and for everyone listening, you can find out all about what we do here. And, and you know, obviously, hopefully after the pandemic, we also have, you know, a, a teenage program that hopefully will start back up, you know, just teaching the youth of how to empower themselves in terms of being able to utilize and use, you know, uh, broadcasting as a means for expressing that. their voice. Um, and of course, if you know you, you would like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn when you're not in front of your computer, please consider downloading um, the Radio Free Brooklyn app for your iPhone and or Android, of course, available in the App Store uh, or Google Play for Android. For everything I do, you can just go to junkandjam.com. It's right there. Thank you so much. Um, real quickly, you know, I don't even know if we have the time. It's just such crazy. But, you know, recently Hyattsville Mayor Kevin Ward, 44, leader of environmental policing and affordable housing causes, husband, father, grandfather, Ian Alexander Jr., 26 years old, the son of actress Regina King, musician, artist, DJ, former Miss USA, Chesley Christ, Christ, 30 years old, Emmy-nominated television correspondent, model, activist, humanitarian, human beings who are still needed in this world you know um success obviously isn't enough or just the only key one of the things you talk about is allowing your pain to be the push you need to build how can we be better neighbors to others who might be going through something that we don't understand Um, One thing I would say is when you see someone becoming distant, check on them. Um, A lot of times people become distant and they isolate themselves. Isolation is a tool of the enemy. Isolation is used to get you to thinking different thoughts that are counteractive into who that person is. You know, so if you see someone going through something, check on them. Even if they say, well, I'm fine. Okay, well, I was just checking on you to let you know that I love you and that I care about you. And I think when we think of successful people, we just automatically assume they're okay. Oh, we just automatically assume they're okay. And like they say, check on the strong people. This episode and all episodes of the Junk and Jam Hour can be streamed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, Google Play Music, and simply tell Alexa, play the Junk and Jam Hour. Thank you.